0: welcome back to that oxford girl podcast i'm Poddy wilson and i'm the host of the podcast where each week i invite on a current oxford student to discuss their time at the university this week my guest is becky langley Becky is studying for her BTH at Wycliffe Hall, which is one of the more unusual courses and colleges, not to mention application processes. And on top of that, Becky also had a career in teaching before coming to the university. So I'm really excited to speak to her about her rather unique Oxford experience. I'm joined now by Becky Langley. Thank you so much for speaking to me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So your course is one of the more unusual ones that I've ever heard of. And in fact, it was only today that I ever heard of it for the first time. It's a BTH in theology. So what's different about a BTH?
1: So um, it's it follows a very similar curriculum to the BA in theology and religion, um, but it's just got a slightly more doctrinal Christian focus. um, And it it is about... Um, the theology of of Christianity. We do a lot of Christian history um, within the course. There's an opportunity to learn ancient languages, so biblical Hebrew and Koine Greek as well. Um, and it's a brilliant course for anybody that is basically interested in the history of the church. That is how I would describe it.
0: So you're at Wycliffe Hall, which is yeah. one of the one of the colleges that you have to apply to if you're applying mm-hmm. for this specific course. I wonder if you could tell me a bit about this this what's pph rather than a college isn't it so first of all what's the difference Uh, between those and second of all what's it like
1: yes so uh, a pph is something that people don't often consider when they're applying to oxford um you you get all the same benefits as a college but they are much much smaller in general so Wycliffe Hall is absolutely tiny it's a lovely close-knit environment Um, We only have 130 students in total. So what's lovely is everybody knows each other. You'll have dinner with the senior tutor. The principal will know you by name. So if you are looking for an environment that is different, is smaller, perhaps maybe you're a bit nervous about what Oxford may be like. It's the perfect environment for nurture and to get to know people and have a really close-knit group of friends instantly.
0: I really like what you said about nurturing. I think that's that is one of the benefits of going for for a smaller college or PPH. Um so you have actually had a career before coming to do your undergrad here. You started off as a primary school teacher. I wonder if you could tell me about making the decision to come to Oxford and study something completely different.
1: Yeah. so it was a huge leap of faith. Um I was a primary school teacher. I trained on the job. I've been at my school for gosh, a lot of years, nine years. So it was a huge, huge change for me. Um, We kind of did COVID. I'd done all the teaching online. Um, I was in middle management at my school and it, it just came down to the point where I needed to make a choice. Did I want to go into senior leadership or did I want to do something entirely different? And I guess it was just a case of if I didn't do it now, I wouldn't ever do it. So it was a case of looking at the uh, courses that Oxford offered. And I was really, really interested in the BA in theology and religion. But I was kind of too late. I'd missed the UCAS application deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just Googling Oxford theology courses, and this came up at Wycliffe Hall. And it just sounded perfect. It's a way to tailor your own curriculum. It's assessed differently. It's all assessed via essay. And I just felt that it would be a better fit for me as a mature student. Mm. And we were talking earlier about the fact that you you
0: don't use UCAS to apply and you apply directly to um, the, the providing colleges. That also meant that you weren't applying on the same time frame. So I wonder if you could explain the sort of admissions process, which is just so unlike anything else that that I've come across so far.
1: Yes, so uh, you can apply to two PPHs for this course. So you can apply to Regent's Park and you can apply to Wycliffe Hall. Um, Obviously, if you're under 21, you don't have a choice. It would just be Regent's Park because um, Wycliffe Hall only accepts people 21 and older. Uh, You can apply at any point during the year. You apply directly to the PPH. So you get to know the admission staff really well. We have a lovely lady at Wycliffe Hall called Jo Wakefield, who is our admissions person and she coordinates the whole thing for you. So there's that real personalized feel to it. I'm sure it's exactly the same at Regents. Um, You get to know the admission staff very quickly. Um, The day that I inquired about it, she was on the phone to me talking me through the whole process. So it's a very similar process to UCAS um, in terms of you need a personal statement, you, you have an interview with the tutors at your college, but you're kind of invited there for the day. So I kind of went there. I sat in on some lectures. I kind of, I went to dinner and then I had my, my interview. Um, but I, I started kind of making inquiries in the March and was accepted in June. So it's entirely possible to be accepted at a different point in the year to UCAS it's not so fixed and rigid if you were interested in a kind of specific theology course I think it's a really good choice Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and one thing people often look to that Oxford girl for is advice on personal statements this being quite a specific course I wonder if you'd share some of the uh the things that you wrote about on your personal statement maybe some texts or the angle that you took
1: yes so um, my passion is early modern church history you know I was obsessed with the Tudors. From the age of eight, and I still am, and that's what I'm going to be writing my dissertation about. I'm very, very interested in the theology of Mary the First, so it was very specific. What I wrote in my personal statement was about my interest in that area and how it had developed since I was a child. I think you know it's the same kind of thing as UCAS. You really need to make your passion for something shine through. Absolutely. I think that's that's the way to get in. I mean, it's no good going in and being half-hearted about anything. It Mm. is about showing your passion, showing you've read the texts, um, show it like David Lodes is a really good Mary the First historian. I read loads of his texts and just also the fact that she is so linked with Oxford. It gave me a real, why I wanted to go there. Obviously, you know, the kind of Oxford is that center of Tudor history and Stuart history mm. and early modern history. There was, there is so much, if you're a theology student in Oxford, I just, I walk around and think, wow, this literally happened right here.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. The mm. the kind of overlap between the interest that you have and the fact that you're actually in this place. I think that that's, makes the choice all the, mm. all the better for having come here.
1: Oh, yeah, um, definitely. And
0: then with your interviews, what can you remember the kind of things that you were asked? Did they ask about your personal statements? Yeah. Or was it kind of more yes, general? Yes, so
1: I was just so nervous. I mean, you hear so many horror stories about Oxford interviews. And generally, they're not actually true. I think no. people kind of exaggerate and like to make up things. So they've got a good story for the internet. But my interview <laughs> was great. Um, I was interviewed by two of the tutors at Wycliffe Hall, so the vice principal and the philosophy tutor there as well. Um, and so I just went into the vice principal's study and we sat down and it lasted about half an hour. And we talked about why Wycliffe Hall, because obviously it's a very unique environment. Why did I want to go there? We talked a lot about that it is obviously it does have a Christian focus. Would I be comfortable with that? So at Wycliffe, they are just making sure that you are comfortable with the uniqueness of there and you Mm. kind of know what it will be like as opposed to, say, a bigger college. Um, And then we talked about, the one tip I would give is make sure you've pre-read some theology books because Mm. that was the main part of my interview. What theology books have you read recently? Is there anything you liked? Is there anything you disliked? And that was a tip given to me by another student on the open day Mm. that I went to Wycliffe. Um, And that literally formed the main bulk of the interview. And the other thing that they were really interested in talking about is what do you do when someone disagrees with you? How do you how do you kind of resolve differences in a kind of amicable way? So that was another thing that we talked about in the interview. And it was lovely. They were friendly um I went home and I received my offer the next day which was great oh wow (laughs) quick turnaround then
0: Mm. so then you arrived at Wycliffe Hall and Mm -hmm. as I say this this course is so unusual and you've mentioned earlier about how you had the opportunity to sort of curate your lessons and the structure of your teaching I wonder if you could expand
1: on that for me Yeah, so the first year, um, the, the course is much more prescriptive. There's kind of four things, four topics you have to do. And you only really get a choice of three or ancient languages. So that's a bit more restricted. By your second and third year, there aren't really too many restrictions on what you have to take. You have to take an elective in Bible. You have to take an elective in doctrine. And you have to take something on like practical christianity and then obviously a dissertation or a project mm-hmm. but otherwise aside from those four things there isn't any restriction on what you you can take so if you're interested in say much more current theology you're interested in like the practicalities of going out on mission um in church planting and latin american theology that's absolutely an option but equally at the same time if you are interested in classics and the classical world you know there's advanced hebrew there's kind of world of the old testament all the way through from church history lots of aspects of doctrine uh practicalities of theology as well philosophy ethics the the course is so wide-ranging it's what i found difficult is choosing what i don't want to do because there's (laughs) so much in there that really is interesting so for me um I like a variety of different things so it was mm. perfect that's brilliant
0: um you mentioned as well to me earlier that you um are the first person in your family first generation to apply to university I wonder if you could tell me how that affected your application and your sort of general experience here yes
1: yeah, so I guess at 18 uh, I had a politics teacher that told me he thought that I should apply to Oxford. And I didn't have the confidence to do it. I mm. just didn't have the backing of my family, which, you know, isn't, I'm not saying that they were against me going to university, but I guess they they didn't really know how to help me navigate the application process. Sure. And it was only, I guess, through, through working um, that I gained the confidence that it might actually be something. I guess it was always in the back of my mind what that teacher had said to me. And I just, it got to the point after the pandemic where I was just like, I have to give this a go now. Um, so it was really encouraged by a teacher, but building the confidence within myself to actually give an application a go. Mm. And you said that Wycliffe College only takes people over
0: the age of 21. So have you found that there's sort of a community of people who just improved everyone else's confidence collectively by by being in that group? Is that something that you you can resonate with?
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody, I guess it's a a bit like, I know Harris Manchester has a very similar kind of vibe. Um, Everybody has a story here. No one's come straight from school. Mm. I have course mates who have, you know, been to other universities, perhaps in America, perhaps it didn't work out and have come back. Um, I also have course mates that have worked in IT and in business, and have just decided to make a real career change. I mean, the thing that unites us all is we have made the leap of faith, you yeah. know, to, to be here um, and have often given up, you know, families abroad. I, I have course mates that are here from Australia, from States, from South Africa. They're a long way from home. And that's, I guess, what unites us. It sounds really cheesy, but we all are a family at Wycliffe. Yeah. Because we all come from elsewhere to Mm -hmm. be here. Yeah. I think it's lovely having such
0: a sort of diversity of experience, especially in so small a college, as you say. Um, I'd like to talk a bit, if you would, about your extracurricular activity, which has been your involvement in a choir, which sounds so lovely. If you could tell me about that.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm part of um, a choir called the All Sorts, which meets at Worcester College. So they're under the Director of, of Music at Worcester. Um, we meet on a Thursday afternoon at quarter past one. Everyone is welcome. So, you know, if if you want to come, just, just come and turn up at the Worcester College Chapel. Um, it's a non-auditioned, very chill, very kind of low stakes, but high quality community choir. Um, and we have two rules. One is that we are not allowed to look at our phones at all during the forty-five minutes, and the other is that there's no talking about work. So it's designed as a, a well-being choir. Um, everyone's very welcome. That's kind of my main involvement outside of of extracurriculars. Kind of within college, it is much more kind of low-key get-togethers, having lunch together, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's just, Worcester has been an amazing way to just get involved with something completely different. So you've also written a few
0: articles for that Oxford girl. Um, I think it's the case for all of us that, that we arrive here and we want in some way to give back to people that are thinking of applying and, and give some sort of insight into life here and, and how they might go about achieving it. And the things that you've written about, I think are so useful for me in particular as someone who's not not very adventurous and venturing out to other libraries. So if you could tell me about the the kind of topics you've covered, that'd be great. Yes,
1: yeah, so um, I have written an article, which I'm hoping will appear on the website soon, which is about libraries that aren't necessarily the Radcam or the Old Bodleian. I personally find those quite crowded. Um, and quite distracting. So it's just um, some slightly further flung libraries uh, that people might be interested in coming to check out. Obviously Wycliffe Hall is towards the north of Oxford. It's not super remote, but except for St. Hugh's, it's the furthest out. So I've been able to explore a lot of libraries in North Oxford. So there's a very cool tiny little library on the campus of St. Anthony's College called the Japanese library and I find that really good Ooh. that's just a kind of little hidden gem
0: yeah a um, hidden
1: gem. that is just airy light not crowded very friendly librarians I always love my own faculty library the philosophy and theology library at the Radcliffe Observatory Quarter is brilliant lovely friendly librarians lots of space for everyone um so I would absolutely recommend that as well so just getting out, exploring different libraries. You know, you've got your bod card, you can, so you might as well take advantage of it while you're here. Mm. And then the other thing
0: you've written about is PPHs versus colleges. And I just wonder what what is the attraction for people applying to PPHs? I know that there tends to be more of a slant towards theology-based
1: courses, but other than that, what's what's the big draw? I think for me, I walked, uh, I mean, to be completely honest, On paper, Regent's Park looked a better fit for me. Mm -hmm. On paper, it was closer to the center. It was kind of, it was bigger. It had more more kind of options. Mm. However, I went to visit Wycliffe Hall and I knew that was where I needed to be as soon as I walked in. The friendliness, like I said before, the sense of nurture in a smaller college, a smaller place, friendly, positive people That really want the best for you. Being able to get to know, you know, those senior staff, those senior tutors, everyone knowing you by name was something that really appealed. I was nervous about going to Oxford. I didn't Mm -hmm. really think it was an environment I'd necessarily fit into. You know, I'm from a very, very working class background. I couldn't really see myself there. I'm quite local to Oxford, so I knew the city. But the only place I'd seen it was like on Morse and Endeavor and all of those (laughs) kind of shows. And I thought it would be like that. Wycliffe is absolutely not Um, very friendly, very welcoming, not stuffy at all. Um, I mentioned to you before at Formal Hall, our principal serves the dinners. You know, it's it's that kind of environment, it's lovely.
0: Mm. And just to close this interview, I wonder if you have any top tips for someone who might be thinking of applying to your course or just you know applying to your college applying to the university as a whole what would you advise them
1: I would say if you're interested in a niche course or a slightly niche college reach out to the admissions team Um, like I said before Jo Wickfield at Wycliffe is lovely she's so willing to help people the other thing at Wycliffe is because it's so small we can host you for a day so if you're thinking I'm not really sure if it's for me it's definitely worth reaching out, even if you're applying to one of the more traditional colleges, you never know, you know, just saying, can I come and do a visit? Can I come and experience what it's like? They can only say no, you know, and and the likelihood is then they're not going to say no. That's what the admission staff are there for to help you with your application Mm. to make Oxford accessible for everybody. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for speaking to me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: (laughs) My thanks again to Becky for taking the time to speak to me. If you enjoyed this episode, then make sure to subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your choice and ring the bell to be notified when the next episode goes live. Thanks again for listening.